0: This is the rainy day voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris, and it's time for the food show. Every afternoon, we uh, sit down and we uh, start talking about food and restaurants and cooking and all of those things that you and I love to eat, and we know how good we have it because that uh, stuff you hear about New Orleans being the best eating city in America and the like of that, that's what I say it is. Uh, but there are lots of other things along those lines that you see in magazines and you hear people talking about. But it's, it's really true. I mean, you, uh, all you need to do to prove it is go somewhere else. And the next thing you know, you'll be saying to yourself, where's the gumbo? Uh, where do I get good raw oysters on the half shell? You know, all these things that we take for granted it's, uh, it's unique to us. So uh, we have this radio show here. Uh, we're not sure if it's going to work long term. Uh, it's only been on for uh, 30 years. Uh, same host, same idea, same station, same everything. And it's a great pleasure. It really is to be here every day and talking about this stuff. Because, A, it's my, uh, it's my hobby and my way of making a living all at the same time. And I love every, every bit of it. And I think most people do, too. You know, you think about New Orleans food and a smile crosses your face. You can't avoid it, especially in other parts of the country where people might have made their way down here. Though, You know, they don't roll their eyes at that. Well, anyway, we are coming to you live from the Roosevelt Hotel. Now, it used to be anybody you heard on the radio who said, and we're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Hotel, uh, what they meant by that was that the entire radio station was in the premises of the hotel. It's a big hotel over here on Canal, well, right off Canal Street on Barone and O'Keefe, And i uh, been around for ages and always at the highest levels of uh, the hospitality business. And way back then, the broadcasting that was being hailed by that, uh, by that little message were those of WWL Radio, which operated with uh, all their studios. Everything was right here in this building. And this year, uh, the, the management of the hotel and of the radio stations got together, and they said, you know what would be fun? The, the Roosevelt Hotel itself is celebrating its 125th anniversary this year. And they said, well, as long as you're doing that, why don't we uh, tie in the radio station? Because it was this is where it all was, you know, Henry Dupre and all of those guys that did the uh, did the show that in the mornings, the Dawn Busters was the name of it. It was it was comedy, it was music. They had a band there that had like twenty people in it. One of them, just to give you an idea of the hacks that you get on the radio, uh, one of them was um, oh, you know, uh, one of the great. Let's see if you know. One of the great names in uh, in music and uh, a bunch of other things, too. And he, he even had a restaurant at one time, Al Hurt. Al Hurt, the trumpeter. Well, what a trumpeter he was. Something else. You know, you you could go raving on and on and on about how good he was. The only thing that would ever stand up to him would be Louis Armstrong, of course. But uh Anyway, I'm just rambling along here myself. That's kind of the nature of our program. We talk about anything having to do with food, even, even at a stretch. And I'll tell you how far we, are, we will stretch. A couple of days ago, I had a lady on uh, with me, and my wife said, I'm not sure if this is going to fit into the show or not, but I, I said, well, I'll make it fit in. And she wrote a book called The 101 Tricks You Can Perform With Your iPhone. And she, uh, it, was, it was fascinating, and we even did work in some food in, in there, believe it or not. So anyway, you never know what you're going to hear. And because of that, uh, I can ask you, if you don't mind, if, if there's something you have had lately that you really enjoyed, a really great restaurant that you went to uh, or a dish that you cooked at home and you really thought it was fantastic, share it with us, would you? Because there's a bunch of other gourmets and other foodies circulating around town looking for the best. Or even better than that and they would uh, they would love hearing from you no they really would I'm not making this up I mean I could spend my time you know I go to to certain gatherings of of, uh, all kinds of people and they just keep asking me question after question like this is the most important information on earth well maybe it is but in terms of pleasure it certainly is so anyway here we are at the Roosevelt Hotel this is the second in a series of 12 broadcasts we're gonna do from here we're doing a whole year's worth. The first one was in the blue room. We had the full band there. Well, it was a trio, but, boy, did they sound good. You you, you weren't here for that, huh? I missed
1: Dominic here. Uh, um, I missed that, Tom. I, I'm sorry, but I will be for that's, the next that's one. That's too
0: bad. I mean, uh, it was uh, – but they, they play here often. So, uh, But it was a, a trio, and they were fantastically good. They were so good that I couldn't bear to go up there and finagle uh, the opportunity to sing with the band. And uh, I I didn't want to touch them. Their their arrangements were so good. Anyway, they have uh, uh, they have live music here in the in the restaurant in the hotel that uh, we are in today. The name of the restaurant is the uh, uh, the uh, it's every time I'm trying to think of something I can't think of it. It's the uh, Fountain Grill, I think. Fountain. The Fountain the fountain something it's the place that for a while used fountain to be the fountain lounge the fountain lounge that's it thank you uh, it's uh, that implies that it's a bar it it does have a bar but that's not it's it's really a, a restaurant and for a long time this was the sazerac restaurant which was really fantastic in its day especially around christmas time some of the stuff that they would put on in this room was uh, just beyond belief the guy who ran it all was tommy Andrade, who is was... Uh, The guy who created tommy's in the warehouse district and he's still around you know but uh, what a pro he was and uh, anyway he he ran the restaurant in this very room that we are in right now i'm making a big fuss over it because this is something i'm fascinated by and this is just a, a a utterly unique restaurant over the years we'd love to hear from you uh whether it's about any of the things i've been talking about yet or whatever is on your mind. Trust me, I really mean this. No matter what you have to talk about, if it has to do with eating and drinking, even a little bit, call us, would you? Our telephone number is, are we still on the old number? I 260-6368. 6368 Also, yeah, 260-menu, M-E-N-U, that, that will work. And one of these days, I guess we're gonna get the new number, but... Uh,
1: the new number's already there, we just... It's already
0: there, we just can't get used to it. <laughs> or something, <laughs> something like, like that. that. Yeah. Anyway, it's great to be here with you. And just to add a new dimension to this, we were trying to say, okay, we're doing twelve broadcasts from the hotel. What can we do that'll be different and interesting every time? And here's what I ask them: If you uh, come here any time after about five o'clock, I'm telling you, six to six thirty would be the ideal time. I'm going to stay here after the show is over. And I'm gonna have dinner, but I'm gonna wait a while. I'm gonna wait maybe an hour. And if you would like to join me for dinner, I'm not, I'm not making this up, I'm not kidding, and this is not gonna cost you a lot of money. It will cost you the money to buy dinner. Just like me, I pay for every dinner I have. And uh, it's a, a great looking restaurant. Once it starts humming, it's nice. I think we might have live music tonight, because there's a setup for it right here. A, the guy who plays the piano is fantastic, and they have a singer. Who uh, I did uh, do a duel with him one night, and uh, we did a perfect harmony that we held for about a minute, it seemed like. <laughs> Both of us were showing off. Anyway, uh, you are welcome. I will save spots for you, and if you uh, wouldn't mind, make a reservation to make sure you, you get a, a spot. Because I didn't have any way to tell people, well, what, if, what happens if we fill the whole restaurant, then what? Tom goes into the garbage can or something. No. Here is the, here's the number to call, 504-648-3366. Now, wait a minute. There are two numbers on here. Are, are both of these reser- uh, reservation numbers? Um,
1: the <coughs> top number is the number uh, for 1200. Call to call the hotel, and then that may be the extension to oh, the Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Okay, it's 3366. So it's 504-648-1200. And then from there you want 3366. That's the reservation number for the fountain lounge. That's what that's where we are. And again, I tell you, this is not our lounge nice. in the sense of, you know, everybody here is drinking. It's it's a it's tables all over the place and very cushy tables too. In fact, if I lean back enough, I think I might disappear on this sofa that I'm sitting on. I mean, I just, you know, like I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 not here anymore.
1: Right? That's why I said you should have a headset so you can lay back and then yeah. you can talk and then until you fall asleep. And then when you fall asleep. There you
0: go. You know what else I notice about uh, Johnny Carson? Whenever he was on, he was always higher than all the guests. Oh, yes. yes. And, and I, it took me a while to figure that out. But the reason for that was that he was normal and he was kind of tall to begin with. And what do you know? The lady of the house has, this, has decided to vouchsafe us her presence. Uh, which is always a wonderful thing to have. Hey, uh, wait a minute. Let me finish the comparison. So Johnny Carson's, like, towering, sitting on his chair, and all of his guests were, you know, like a good foot and a half below his level. And it made him look like, uh, you know, but that's what happens if you sit on this thing because you just, like, sink into the, uh, the who knows what. Oh, it's, you, you sink into the place where Trinas will get you back out again. Our show today is sponsored by, you're going somewhere? You're not saying well, I'm glad you came over because I have something I want to tell you. Uh, Mary Ann's favorite Christmas song is All I Want for... I, I can't say that? Okay. Her, uh, her favorite uh, Christmas song is All I Want for Christmas is You. That's a, that's a really good song. I mean, it, it's, they've sold millions and millions of them, and everybody loves it. It's just, just one of the greats, one of the all-time classics. But I had a thought today and I chastised myself, which hurts. I chastised myself and I said, why have I never done this? And the thing I'm doing is telling you that all I want for Christmas is you, dear. (laughs) Nobody can hear it, you're not on a microphone. She used to be good on a microphone. She hired me for this job, you know. That's not well known, but (laughs) here do we have some do we have something to put her on oh you've got it okay where is it right there there you go just uh, just for a second it's all right you're not shy (laughs) boy is that the truth of course the same could be said about a lot of us oh what
1: I said hello oh hello
0: there we're gonna do the uh, program in here and then when we're finished we're gonna have dinner in here are you coming (laughs) for dinner joining me for dinner you have some, you have a better deal. I do. <laughs> okay, I'm used well, to wait, it. No, 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 no. You're you're at the Roosevelt now. So no, it's not a better deal. Uh, it's just a different deal. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Dodge. She's she's great. She's just like the things that come oh. out of her mouth. I mean, you could practically take it as gospel. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, thanks for stopping in, and you've probably found a place to park right in front of the hotel.
2: Oh, it's so much better than that.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you wreck the car, and no. uh, now you have somebody driving you no, around. No. No. None of those things. <laughs> None of those things. What happened? It's just let's just say it's a very expensive parking place. Wow, what a uh, yeah, what a great thing. Uh, that's just what we needed. I know. I thought so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but all you I, want for Christmas is me, right? So I, it comes with the territory. All I want for Christmas yeah. is you. All right. See you later. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't she lovely? It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Our program today is sponsored by Porter and Luke. Do you like uh, turtle soup? I Dominic, love turtle
1: soup. I love turtle soup, too. One of my favorite it. soup. There's one fact. thing
0: I hate about turtle soup, and it's none of the environmental stuff because they don't have an issue, really. But, they, uh, but the thing about turtle soup that gets me is that when I'd say nine times out of ten that I have turtle soup in a restaurant around town, yes. I don't really like it. And the reason I don't like it is that I compare it to some of the really, really great ones, like the one at Commander's Palace, the one right. at Brennan's, yes. uh, the one at uh, uh, Mandina's. Yes. And theirs is, is really great, even though there's not a speck of turtle meat in it. But it, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's sure. tur- you can't get turtle meat. It's very hard to get. Right. Well, uh, the Porter and Luke, it's on their menu all the time. And I'm telling you, that is at the very least the top 5 uh, turtle soups wow. in the city. Okay. And it's inexpensive the whole restaurant is. No, they have there are entrees these days you're looking at 20s at the very least and really more 30s and 40s and we're seeing 50s and 60s just like there it is, you know, on on restaurants. But it is uh, It doesn't have to be that way. And over at Porter and Luke's, most of their entrees, believe it or not, are in the teens and low 20s, which is a bargain. That's remarkable. And knowing that they buy good quality everything, their fish, they're always getting great fish over there. That's the first thing I look at when I look at the menu of specials. Anyway, it's a neighborhood-style place. A lot of people who know one another are there. It has that sort of like chummy family feeling to it. And it is good for the family, too. You can bring the kids and everybody else, the oldsters, you know, like old kooks like me. <laughs> and, I, uh, I wasn't going to say And enjoy, uh, enjoy yourself over there. And uh, they also have private dining rooms. If you're trying to put together something for your business or your office or, uh, or your friends, all your friends in one place at one time, family, uh, they have one room that fits 100 people. And then they have others that are smaller. And that's hard to come by in Metairie, but they have it. Porter and Luke. They are at 1517 Metairie Road, and they are open seven days a week, lunch and dinner. This is the food show. We'll come back with more of it in a moment after first, if you will, this. Whatever else you say about this girl,
1: she oh, oh. has
0: got some soul. Oh,
1: listen, you don't have to tell – I know. I, you hear it. She's just that voice. Gentlemen, you probably know this
0: <clears throat> already, but I just hit upon it today. Uh, it's my wife's favorite song.
2: Oh, She you, absolutely loves
1: it. Does she know you have the Mariah Carey poster on the wall in your office? Oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> What's she look like anyway? Oh, she's gorgeous. She's a looker? Oh, yes.
0: Okay. That's another understatement. Anyway uh, – Anyway, that's that's my wife's favorite uh, Christmas song. song. Yes. And just today, it it hit me to just tell her all I want for Christmas is her.
1: Well, no, she doesn't want you to tell it. She wants you to sing it to her. Oh no,
0: I can very much assure you that that is not the case.
1: (laughs) The last thing my wife wants to
0: hear is me singing. Uh, Frank Sinatra had a great line. Yes. Uh, He said, "Whenever he was at a funeral of anybody." May you, may you live long and may the last voice you hear be mine, meaning oh, yeah. that he'll, yes. you'll, he'll outlive you. Yeah. But not only that, but because of his millions of records, billions probably by now, uh, you'd never get to the end of it. If you, all you did was listen to yeah. Frank Sinatra yes. records, it would take a big chunk out of your week.
1: If well, it didn't finish it off. And it wouldn't be Christmas without a Frank Sinatra song.
0: Oh, by the way, tomorrow is Frank Sinatra's birthday. It, Very interesting, yeah. yes. Uh, he was born on this date in 1915. Okay. Ninth- and uh, what a guy. That's all I got to say about
1: him. I like that the fact that he shares the same uh, sign as I do. Sagittarius. Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh, you,
0: know, you, you guys shooting arrows all over the place. Uh. <laughs> A minor this is a landing in food show, in
1: the mud, but
0: anyway, our program today is sponsored by the Grill. You know who's one of the owners of the Grill, don't you?
1: I forgot. I heard you do the ad, on, yeah. the recorded ad on. Uh, well, our WWL. our
0: resident so, uh, former sheriff. Oh right. Uh, on WWL, that uh, guy. You know, mid that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice guy. Let's see his uh, his last name. I I ought to remember all the time, but. Uh,
1: it's uh think of because
0: i'm i'm with with that name it's almost a certainty that we are related
1: well you can think the way i like to think of it is i think of the beach in france and take the y off the end okay how about that
0: (laughs) and what are you what are you left with well well,
1: i'll let you go ahead
0: (laughs) okay uh anyway it's the food show and i'm talking about uh or trying to anyway the grill the grill uh opened up some months ago and what they were trying to do was to duplicate the american diner a diner is a casual restaurant you find it all over america especially in the eastern half of the country and you'll see some of them actually were in railway car diners you know like off of real trains You, you still see some of that out there most of it's built from scratch and you would go into such a place to get a plate of beef stew a hamburger grilled cheese sandwich spaghetti and meatballs, they had like just about every popular dish you could think of at really low prices. And uh, they they are still very popular now. We never had too many of those around New Orleans, but we had one that everybody knew about. The Camellia Grill is a classic diner. There's just everything on their menu and the way they operate and the look of the place. Well, you know what, there's room for more than one Camellia Grill, and the people who run the Camellia Grill said, well, why don't we just do it? And they did, and it's called The Grill. It's on uh, Veterans Highway, pretty close to Causeway Boulevard. It's right next uh, to, um boy, I hit this wall every time I get to it. It's uh, the, uh, it's, anyway, it's right next door to Trader Joe's in, in Metairie, And uh, they're there for lunch and dinner every day and for breakfast, too, because they're famous for their omelettes. They make these enormous omelettes stuffed with more things than you can possibly imagine. It's really amazing. Anyway, uh, they are there all the time waiting for you. And if you don't like the idea of sitting at a counter and ordering and eating, they do have tables there. This is not like the Camellia Grill, which only had a, a counter throughout its history, as far as I know. And uh, but over at the grill, you can get a regular table. I always sit at the counter though, and I jive with the guys behind it, because they're back there cooking everything and slamming stuff around, and it's it's really funny to watch and talk to them. Last time I was there, the whole bunch of them got there and started singing. <laughs> this is what you go to a, a, an interesting restaurant for, you know, things that you don't expect to happen. Well, they would love to have show. They'd like to show you off on what they do. It's the grill, uh, and, uh Right on Veterans Highway and then in that new shopping mall uh, right off of Causeway Boulevard, right next door to Trader Joe's. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Uh, what we haven't had here yet is uh, somebody to call us up. We're going to talk a little bit later on with the guys that run the hotel. There's the general manager. There's the chef. There's the wine guy. You've got to believe that they have a pretty good wine cellar in this hotel. This is a first-class hotel. You can, you can tell that just by walking around and looking at the people who are here. A real mix of humanity. And I, I like us just sitting in the lobby and watching people go by and speculating on what they're doing here in New Orleans. Having a good time is the obvious one, but, uh, you know, what else specifically? Anyway, with all of that said, uh, we'd love to hear from you. About where you've been eating. And if you feel funny about going on the radio on a telephone and uh, talking to me, uh, believe me, I understand that. But we have a special thing happening for you uh, today. Uh, after I finish the program in another hour and a half, I'm not going to leave. The, to the horror of the people who run it, that you're just going to stay here? Well, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to hang out. I'm probably going to have some more of the cappuccino. I think you guys might have the best cappuccino uh, in the city. I get, every time I come here, the first thing I think about is not going to the bathroom or not uh, talking to somebody or meeting somebody. The first thing I think about when I enter this building is to get a cappuccino. A cappuccino? Hi, yeah, Tom. It's super good. How are you doing? I'm the same old guy. Same old guy? Yeah, yeah, doing <laughs> the too. same old things. Me too. The chef has joined us.
2: Yeah. How's, how's everything going? Jason uh, Schneider here. Uh, what? The executive chef. The, uh, the the exe- Ro- yeah, the Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, here we are of the whole hotel. Yeah. So you've got room service under your wing?
2: i got room service. Yeah. I have banquets. I have um, Fountain Lounge, of course. And then we have Teddy's Cafe where we, where we serve guests, where we have our giant gingerbread house. Did you take a look at it?
0: I did. I, that's where I got the cappuccino. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, you're doing. You've been doing that for a while already, huh? The, yeah, uh, the started, teddy bear,
2: um, the the teddy bear, uh, the gingerbread house. We started. Oh, since the- opening. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess restarted the, the, uh, <laughs> You know, while the, after Katrina, the hotel was closed, and, and then but, but we picked up all yeah. the traditions where it left. We left off.
0: Very T- traditional place. Very traditional yeah.
2: place. This is the place to be when it comes to the holidays, right?
0: Absolutely, and well, I the, my fondest memory of that. And okay. I have many memories of that. Uh, we're coming to this room, which at the time was the Sazerac, Sazerac, yeah, run by Tommy Andrade, no less. Yeah, I remember. Who is the class act the of all time? Uh huh. He's still at it. He's, oh really? Yeah, he's got a restaurant with his name on it in the Warehouse District. You ought oh. to go someday. I he'd, should. He'd be tickled pink to talk to you because he's a totally nice guy. But what a ma- What a stylistic guy he is. Nice. Um, I'm glad he's still got a restaurant. Uh, anyway. Uh, you've got uh, all the everything uh, going on here. We uh, with we're doing, uh, you probably know, twelve of these broadcasts over here. Right. And last time we were in the Blue Room. Today we're in the, the Fountain, Fountain Lounge. Lounge. Yeah. We and have a big
2: event over there tonight.
0: At the at the uh, yeah. the Blue Room.
2: In the, in the Blue Room, yeah. Yeah. Well, big. It's it's uh, about about maximum seating capacity over there. Wow, that's a lot of people. 140 people.
0: Yeah. Ooh, and you're feeding them.
2: Yeah, we're feeding them. They have. Uh, They'll keep you busy. Yeah, yeah. They have steak, uh, nice fillet and scallops tonight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have that, and then we have our Teddy Bear Tea going on. Yeah. Um, through, throughout uh, December, well, until uh, Christmas, of course. Um, and this year uh, we're doing something a little different. We're donating a, uh, every every ticket sold to Teddy Bear Tea. Yeah. We're donating a dollar to the Bastion Community. Um, and the, the bastion community is uh, a community, in Gentilly, where wounded or injured veterans live alongside um, retired military and civilian volunteers. So, we're sending. Hopefully, we're trying to we're we're trying to raise nine thousand dollars for for that community.
0: Well, good we for st- you. That sounds good to me.
2: We ha- we still have plenty of uh, reservations <clears throat> available if anybody's interested in coming. And when is it? Um, Teddy bear tea. Uh, it's. This week, if you go to our website, they have the dates uh. um, because we canceled a few days during the week. But um, starting next week, uh, I believe it's Monday. And we, um, I'm sorry, let's say it starts on Wednesday, Thursday, and then through the weekend. And then it's um, a similar situation all the way until, I mean, similar dates or days of the week and, until um, Christmas. What's the Christmas menu Day. what's
0: the menu for this because I know you you kind of set it up for a, a, like a little lunch and it's a, a tea is it's what a, you call it it's a,
2: uh, yeah so it's, it's a light tea. food. It's light food. It's yeah. not it's not your quite not quite your traditional afternoon tea. We make the sandwiches a little more substantial. Uh, there's a pimento cheese sandwich on there open face. My wife would salad. love that. Yeah, she likes yeah. pimento oh, cheese. She
0: loves pimento cheese in any form. And
2: this one's kicked up with a little cayenne pepper and um, hot sauce, so yeah, it's got yeah. a little little edge to it. Not not too you know, spicy. Yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, and then um, there's a, a, a croissant. We have a little mini croissant with some um, prosciutto ham. And you bake goat.
0: all that in in house, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yes. We They've do. got a, a major league uh, uh, pastry shop here. Yeah. Meaning just all the baked goods. All. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, we have. uh, Anyway, that croissant has uh, goat cheese and um, and fig jam on it. Nice, uh, nice combination. Kind of sounds great. And then, of course, you got a whole assortment of cookies, um, and and scones. And we serve them traditional with um, Devonshire cream and some. Actually, this year we're doing Satsuma curd. That's my cat's name.
0: Satsuma. So is I have a, it really a cat named Satsuma? She, oh, he weighs about twenty-eight pounds. Oh, wow! I can't pick him up anymore. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt you. That no, was no worries. Completely off the beam. So, uh, in other words, there's a lot going on, and you don't have to uh, think too hard about that because once you walk in the front door here. The lobby is, as it always has been, going back probably the whole 125 years that this hotel has operated
2: here. Yeah, I'm not sure when they first decided to um, start the the decorations in the lobby. But it's fantastic. I I know we're carrying on the tradition um, from before when it was Fairmont, um, and I'm I'm sure prior prior to that. Um, We also have uh, brunch going on. I wanted to talk a little bit about. um, So we have uh, Christmas Day brunch and we also have um, Christmas Eve, we're uh, serving Christmas Eve dinner here in Fountain Lounge. And right, the,
0: the, the big one uh, on Christmas Day, you're doing it in that We're big, gonna do it in the big, big, big ballroom. ballroom. Yeah, yeah, there's such a demand. Sir, on the sir.
2: second floor, if I remember right? Y- yeah, sir. Yeah. Um, I saw right something... Right up those steps, right behind you.
0: I saw something I will never forget uh-huh. in that room. There was a, the organization called the... Um, the uh, it, it, it It's a gourmet organization, been around for a million years. And uh, <clears throat> it, it, I'm on the, it's on the tip of my tongue, the name of it. But anyway, they did a big gala up in that room. And it started when all the lights went down and one door opened up at the far end of the, of the room. Okay. And the light poured in through that door. It was pretty bright. Uh-huh. And waiters started filing out of that door. It looked like they had 50 waiters. Of course, what was happening is that you'd, they, one of them would drop off what he had. And then he would go back to the, to the line and work sure. his way through. But they had those those ice swans back then. Okay. They would th- th- make an, a swan out of solid ice, and they would put it on a plate and bring it out as part of the dessert service. They would have, The swan would actually be holding a bowl that had whatever it was I, in it.
2: I, I recall hearing <clears throat> about this, this presentation.
0: It was unbelievable, and to, to see I, the, my memory of it, of this line, eternal line of waiters, each one carrying carrying
2: an ice swan.
0: And there was uh, light going up through the swan. Oh, wow. So, in the dark room, I mean, Uh it was was the the most amazing presentation I've ever seen. What were they serving?
2: Was it sorbet or? It
0: was something like that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think it was that course that you throw in between the fish uh, and the, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But what a dinner that was. Uh,
2: That's gotta be, must have been an amazing presentation.
0: It really I mean, was
2: the whole the whole act.
0: Yeah, but that's and that's a big big room you have up there. That's where you're doing Christmas. Yeah,
2: yeah that's where we're yeah. doing Christmas. We did Thanksgiving there, uh, Thanksgiving brunches. Well. Are
0: you doing the the same way you do Sunday brunch, where you have an action station? I think we,
2: we have several um, live and action carving stations. and we have our carving station. We're gonna do prime we're uh, some prime rib on the carving station. Um, we have action stations for uh, breakfast items, uh, for omelets, and made-to-order eggs, and also uh, benedicts. You know, Wall um, of Story is famous for benedicts. So this, uh, this go-round, we're going to do a uh, poached, uh, uh, um, a riff on like, uh, egg sardew. Uh We're doing a, a poached egg with creamy spinach and artichoke on, on, uh, with a little bit of crab on brioche.
0: Sounds classic to me. I, I love that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. You like poached steaks?
0: I like good steaks. I like good omelettes, too. Yeah. I mean, just all kinds of things you can do.
2: We also, uh, of course, Deborah has all our amazing desserts, and we have a Action Station. She's going to do red velvet waffles. Um, that was a big hit. Um, we did it for one holiday brunch last year, and we're going to do it again with uh, a cream cheese, um, gelato, and chocolate sauce. So imagine a red velvet waffle with cream cheese ice cream and, and chocolate sauce sounds rich it sounds rich yeah right <laughs> is uh, there a price for this uh, yes it's 105 for adults and yeah. I believe it's a uh, half price for children and again we're still taking reservations yeah. for. and for it as you know
0: well. what else we're, we're doing we're taking reservations right now for anybody who would like to uh, I'm, I'm doing the show until 5 o'clock
2: today okay
0: after I'm finished I'm just going to hang out for a while. And at that point, if you would like to join me for dinner at around 6, 630, those of you who are just listening to us right now, instead of going home, come on over.
2: Yeah, we We're have gonna, the Revion menu tonight. <laughs> we have the Revion menu tonight, yeah, okay. As well as, our, um, well, as well as our regular menu. You uh, uh, did, did, you, did you talk... You haven't heard about the, our revion menu. It's forty-five dollars. Yeah, and uh, it's a steal. It's a steal. Yeah, we, uh, we, I, I, wanted to offer it at a nice price so we could, um, re, kind of reintroduce the Fountain Lounge to some people that maybe haven't, haven't been lately.
0: That's the whole idea of the yeah. Revion is to get people to go to restaurants that they might not even know about. Uh, yeah, And uh, i I think it's one of the best things we ever thought of. I say we, like I had any involvement in it, but <laughs> it's uh. Uh, we're going to do that tonight. Oh, okay. so you're going to join a, us for dinner. Oh, I am. Yeah. Oh, great. And and anybody, any of my listeners who uh-huh. would like to join me for dinner, I'm I'm not kidding. I'm going to sit next you're gonna to you. Here? I'm going to tell you the same stupid jokes that I tell on the air, <laughs> and uh, and you'll have a, a pretty terrific uh, dinner, and I think you'll really love this room.
2: Do we have music tonight? Um, I will have to check. <clears> only, well, it's Thursday. Ask, yeah, it's Thursday. I completely do. <laughs>
0: Anyway, I, I just happened to look over there, and there's a piano. Yeah, and, we have uh, we
2: have live live music. Um, let's see if I can. So get. anyway,
0: that's that's the night, and you can either order off the menu, or you can get the Revion on menu
3: for forty five dollars. Yeah,
2: forty five dollars. So um, on the on the menu we have uh, we have a a pear, a fresh pear and um, winter green salad, with uh, some uh, nice creamy blue cheese. That's what you serve at lunch, don't you? I have one oh, similar like similar it, yeah. at lunch. Yeah. Have, did you try the lunch menu already? I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How would you like that? Oh, I thought
0: it was terrific.
2: Great, great. Um, and uh, or we have. Um, uh, you can start with this. Uh, I'm sorry. I got to go back. We we start with a soup gumbo, or uh, we have um, a, a smoked mushroom and oyster stew. That you can start. Sold. With.
0: You're sold. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, that, there's no possible way you could make that and have it be bad. I,
2: that's what I thought when I was creating the dish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you're not going to tell me that it didn't come out.
2: No, it's it's no. delicious. That's yeah. just a
0: no-brainer almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it, the, 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 all of the ingredients go with all the other ingredients.
2: Yeah. They, um, and then um, for entree, you have your choice of a, 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 a Wagyu culotte, which is um, – how do I describe that that cut? It's um, if you've ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse, it's called picanha. It's the one that has that, that has a kind of curve. Curve. Yeah, to that's it, absolutely
0: the, the best thing those guys it, have.
2: It's delicious. Um, yeah. It's a tender. It's. What it's,
0: is it? Yeah. What cut is that? I've never been able to figure it out.
2: Um, it it's similar. Uh, it comes from around the tri tip. Oh orchard, really? Yeah. No, so it comes from the top round, um, a certain part mm-hmm. of the um, the hind of the of the. Of the um, cow.
0: That's roast beef, poor boy. <laughs> land, man.
2: Uh,
0: well, that sounds good. That's,
2: that's part and of the. If that's not good, uh, we also have a duck, which we're doing uh, seared duck breast. Um, if that's with um, some braised cabbage, caraway seeds, and uh, we made a satsuma mostarda, which is, I guess, a, 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 the best way to describe it is, is it's like a marmalade with, with a mustard kick. Yeah, and um, so, and the third option is uh, we have a Gulf fish with uh, well we we did talk about that last time uh, the, the cauliflower yeah. Gruner Blas.
0: I love that. Yeah. That's a natural combination. You've Got the capers in there and yeah. the butter and the and it nice fish. It goes straight with
2: cauliflower and fish uh, as Simple, well as fish. Straight, Simple, straight ahead. Straight yeah. ahead dish.
0: It's, yeah. good. it's a really good though.
2: And then uh, Chef Deborah has a spiced chocolate tort, and uh, sh- there's also if. You're not into chocolate. We have an eggnog, panna cotta.
0: So this is 45 bucks for a 4 courser right?
2: Y- yes. And
0: well, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, that will run until the end of December officially. Uh, yes. The, and, um, well, the, uh, December on one,
2: 24th. This the well the 23rd is the last day. Okay. The 24th we have another special menu for yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's
0: one of those nights. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but. Uh, This is a great way to celebrate the holidays. If you want to do something different, call up some friends and say, hey, let's pick one of the Revion menus and let's go to it. There's some great menus out there. They are not only appetizing to read about, but the price is a giveaway in most cases. It's just terrific. Don't let that get by, folks. That's a a good one.
2: It's a nice holiday treat.
0: Absolutely, I love it. The only thing that could top it was what used to be done in this room back in the 70s and 80s. It was unbelievable. I wish I had taken pictures and better notes than I have, but we used to come to it every year, and it, it was nothing like it, and I don't expect ever to see it at least open to the public. Maybe a gourmet society uh-huh. But every Tell night about it. walk, it was always a theme. Some of them were kind of offbeat. They did a Cajun theme one year, the Christmas, the Cajun Christmas, They did a Russian uh, Christmas. Okay. They had, uh, my favorite, I think, was the Mozart uh,
3: uh, Christmas.
0: Okay. And the guy who made that, what it was, was a young violinist. I don't think he was older than about 12. Oh, wow. And he would walk around with his... With his uh, violin, and he would play all night. He would play Mozart all night, and he was good. I mean, by any standard. Wow. You know, I'm a semi-hack music- musician. Oh, I didn't know that. No, well, what, what believe me, it'll, it'll never get you anywhere. <laughs> uh, the uh, anyway, he he got up there, and he was in this get-up that okay. was suggestive of the pictures that you saw of people back in the seventeen eighteen hundreds and actually it was earlier than that, and. Uh, I remember he was playing all these classical lines and somebody sitting at one of the tables said, hey, can you play, um, oh, it was something stupid. Um, uh, uh, I wish I could remember it. It was just a goofy song. And he he just stopped what he was doing and started playing it. And everybody was laughing, it was just terrific. And all of the waiters were also dressed up in Mozart outfits.
2: Uh, so, but the the dinner the dinner menu tied in with the theme. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, yeah. The food was uh, during <clears throat> during the Russian thing. They would do Russian a few Russian dishes. It wasn't totally that. All you need is a little bit to make the suggestion of it. Right, right. But uh, it was year after year. I, I, some particularly good friends of mine. We've been coming for that. We now that it's been gone for a decade or more. We still come out every year at at this time just to remember how wonderful that was. Not that what you're doing it, is well, not wonderful, yeah. but uh, but I tell you what, it was it was about the same price back then. It was like thirty three dollars for this five, five six course. Oh, wow. <laughs> but you know this was back in the '70s. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Different world. So anyway, this uh, once again we have proven that what a place this is. It's, this hotel especially when they cut loose and really do it. That's right. Just as you do, Chef Schneider, did I say it right?
2: You said it yeah. perfect.
0: And uh, thanks for coming on and wasting some of your time no, with I'm, our I'm show.
2: I'm happy to be here. I look and, forward to uh, seeing again.
0: I'm, I'm asking you if you would, I'm absolutely serious, folks. If you would like to join me for dinner tonight, you have to pay because I pay myself. That's right. Okay. and uh, But call the... The, you can get a reservation. The, what I have here, maybe you have something better. Four five zero four six four eight twelve hundred, and then thirty three sixty six is what they told me to dial to get uh, a reservation. To res- reservation. I would get a reservation because there is an off chance that the place might fill up, and and then you'd hate me the rest of the time you ever knew me. Well, maybe
2: me. your t- your table is going to outgrow the restaurant.
0: Well, uh, I would be pleased with that. <laughs> me too. So, anyway, that's tonight. And uh, no kidding, if you, if you ever wanted to have dinner with me and you didn't want to go to one of our Eat Club dinners, come to this. I guarantee you, you're going to have a wonderful evening here. And at that price, 45 bucks for the Brevion dinner. Yes, sir. Now we're talking. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, thanks for dropping in. Th- I know you're busy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. See you.
2: Can I get you a coffee?
0: Oh, no, no. I'm, I think <laughs> I'm about to start bouncing off the walls yeah, any more <laughs> coffee for him and he will I, you know I tell you what I better do because we have run that was so it's the food show on 105.3 FM HD 2 oh that HD 2 is something serious and, and something great Hadi Katiri is here. Hello, Moroccan, good to be here huh
3: yes it's my, uh- my wife
0: is has, has been talking for the last five years of going to Morocco it's
3: amazing. A that's un- what I incredible hear. place.
0: Everybody I've ever been to who's been there loves it,
3: including Bogart. And if beer. you want to talk about the food, that's uh, that's the place. I'll Utterly unique. Oh yeah.
0: You know we it, we it's funny we over the years we've had three chefs. Uh, one of whom had two brothers, so that you could almost. Anyway, they were from Morocco. Uh, and they uh, they produce new orleans food pretty much but they uh, they just were a knockout and i thought boy who would expect this kind of cooking to come from morocco
3: sure Apparently, i mean hospitality is in your blood a huge
0: there. yeah yeah it's really a huge culture of, of all of that sure okay you run in the uh, wine cellar here and all the and the bar
3: so I, I take care of all of the uh, the bars in the Roosevelt Hotel. Every um, one of them. All of them, That yeah. must keep you busy. It's quite a job. I would think so. <laughs> but it's a fun one. <laughs> oh, I'll bet that's fun,
0: too. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, you have two drinks that you, you're you internationally famous for. Yes. Not you personally, but the but the hotel.
3: Sure. I mean, I, I wish it was me, but that's <clears> no, no, no. Yeah, I, me too. I'm too young for that. It's uh, so the, uh, the Sazerac cocktail um, is very, very famous in this hotel. Um, and, and everywhere else you go. Sure, and, uh, and, and absolutely in, in New Orleans as a whole. It's the uh, official drink of New Orleans.
0: You know, everywhere I travel, I always put the bar to the test. I ask for two drinks to see what they do with either one of them. <clears throat> one of them is a Sazerac. The other one is a Negroni. Ah, Yeah. On a cruise ship, or in most of the uh, European places we've been, uh, you ask for either one of those, they don't have to ask you what it is, they just do it, bang, like it's one they do every day, which I assume it is. So, the, uh, And that is
3: really the mainstay of
0: this hotel, this
3: is where it became famous. Sure. I think the best thing about the Sazerac is, uh, like an old-fashioned, it's something that appeals to a wide variety of people. It's something that, uh, like most things in New Orleans, takes time. And I think people appreciate a cocktail that forces you to slow down and enjoy the things around you, enjoy the people you're with.
0: And if you don't slow down on your own, the cocktail will do it for you, No, I, especially I, after your third
3: one. I have a funny story about Sazerac. Oh, we could sure use it. Let's it was, hear it. Uh, <laughs> I was working at uh, the French 75 bar at Arno's, and, uh, these what, a, what a
0: great bar that is.
3: Amazing place, yeah. And I, I uh, had these group of uh, guys on a bachelor party come in and they ordered, they said, we're, we're supposed to order that Zassafras drink. <laughs> and they weren't really sure. I said, the Sazerac? They said, yeah, that. Yeah. We'll take six of them. <laughs> and uh, Right, yeah, no. But uh, so they, you know, we made the drinks and we served it to them. Uh-huh. And I watched as they all looked at each other, they cheers the drinks, and then shot them back. And we were looking at them and kind they of astonished, melted right on the spot. <laughs> They're like, "Wow, melted that was an interesting shot." And we we're like, "No, <laughs> not not a shot, guys." <laughs>
0: well, it's a great uh, great cocktail. It, I, I, uh, uh, my class at Jesuit High School, uh, we are uh, we have a reunion every year, we, and we're up, we're up to fifty one. <laughs> so we're really making progress here uh but we we go to the court of two sisters i don't think you compete with them particularly so i can mention sure. them. and uh, but they make terrific sazeracs there enough of that but an equal number of people in the group get sazeracs or old fashions and we have an ongoing argument as to is there really a difference between a sazerac and a uh, and an old-fashioned what's your opinion
3: well, I think the, the interesting thing about the Old Fashioned is it essentially was the call for people that were looking for a drink like the Sazerac. So so just after Prohibition, what happened was there, um, there was people that were kind of tired of people putting a lot of extra ingredients in the booze to mask its bad flavor. Yeah. And so yeah. because after Prohibition, they had... Uh, people that were now getting better qualities of alcohol, they would say to the bartender, can I have a cocktail made the old-fashioned way? And what they were referring to is a, a, a classic cocktail, quote, yeah. uh, in quotes, which would Rye, have been uh, a, a, any spirit, no? actually, okay. but 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 a, a spirit, a bitter, a, uh, a little bit of uh, water of some sort, and a sweetener. Yeah. And that would have been that's a, a cocktail. And so that's yeah. basically what a Sazerac yeah. is. Um, and so in that regard. You can say that the Sazerac is very much like the old-fashioned.
0: Well, we, we that's pretty much the idea we've come up with, but there are a couple of real hard-nosed traditionalists who say, no, they're totally different. Sure. But, but you know, uh, of, of things that you could talk about, that's a nice mellow one to me. I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to argue with that all day long if you want me to. Sure. <laughs> I could certainly do it. Anyway, uh, Wine cellar, tell me what's in there. Anything good? Do they let you really t- stock it up?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, we, we, I think we have a lot of fun with it. I think uh, one of the interesting things that we do here is we have a uh, wine preservation system in the fountain lounge, yeah. um, which, as the wine is pulled out, an inert gas um, is, Nitrogen. Put back, correct, uh, yeah. is put back into the bottle. And what that allows us to do is offer wines the glass that would otherwise be cost prohibitive. Um, among it, it them is- It works great. Uh, I
0: remember when the first time yeah. that those appeared in restaurants, it, it was a huge difference. And now all of a sudden, instead of having one house wine, one or two, one right. white, one red, uh, that's that's the way it had. To, ooh, <laughs> I've run out of time for this.